0: When Princeton is affected by any newsworthy story, WPRB Radio provides accurate, in-depth coverage. The hows and whys are simple. First of all, WPRB News is a dynamic news organization. When special events take place, our coverage is planned to deal with the unusual. Secondly, WPRB News and Public Affairs are directed and staffed by active young people. We understand the movements of today, and we know when they happen and where they're going. But most importantly, we know how to balance in-depth news reports into our programming schedule. If something newsworthy happens, we feel the community has a right to know about it. Princeton's participation in the October 15th nationwide moratorium is only the latest example. In the 30-hour period, WPRB presented over 13 hours of extraordinary news coverage. Here is a small sample of the kind of material that will be competing for documentary and news awards. This material has already been requested by the official archives of Princeton University. Vietnam moratorium activities got underway Tuesday night with rival teach-ins. The first featuring William A. Rusher and Saigon's ambassador to Washington was sponsored by a group calling itself the Undergraduates for a Stable America. WPRB microphones were there as William Rusher said. We, we, We hear so much about criticism of Vietnam, criticism of corruption, uh, from senators from states in the United States that, that maybe have a moat or two in their own eyes. Uh, I want simply to express, sir, to you and through you to the people of Vietnam, my admiration for what you are doing and my pride that my country, through many administrations, has chosen to help you to do it. That is the first thing I want to say tonight. Approximately 350 students attended the two-hour teach-in at Whig Hall. Princeton's Vietnam Moratorium Committee sponsored the second and major teach-in of the evening. At that teach-in, committee chairman Steve Charon outlined the theme of the gathering. Mr. Nixon, take notice. Activity of this kind cannot be ignored. We refuse to accept or believe that under no circumstances will you be affected whatever by it the voice of reason will be heard. 3,000 members of the university community attended that gathering, which featured Iowa Senator Harold Hughes, Democrat and prominent war critic. And the hour is now that this nation resolve in its own hearts and its own conscience, not only the burden of world leadership, and not only the burden of this war in Southeast Asia, but to again re-examine our total commitment to ending war on the face of the earth. The next morning's activities began with a multimedia chapel service dedicated to the victims of the Vietnam War. WPRB carried the chapel service live in its entirety. Following the chapel service were a variety of workshops and panel discussions featuring the previous night's speakers. Both the chapel service and workshops were for the most part filled to overflowing. The highlight of Wednesday's activities was a rally on the steps of Nassau Hall, witnessed by no less than 3,000 persons. Those who couldn't make it to the rally listened to it live and direct on WPRB, with summaries and supplementary live materials such as New York Mayor John Lindsay's speech. At the Nassau Hall rally, WPRB listeners heard undergraduate assembly president Philip Sieb set the mood for the afternoon when he said, We want to live and we want our brothers around the world to live. We will not kill for peace. But we will live to establish peace. President Nixon, join us. Stop the war now. The Reverend John Young of Trenton struck up a patriotic theme somewhat later in the proceedings. The feeling that I have inside of me about what is happening to our country and to the people that I love, and I truly love this country because it is my country. I ask you, please don't let it, don't let it get away from us. Nationally recognized figures also attended that afternoon rally. Congressman Allard Lowenstein of New York drew enthusiastic responses when he declared, And that's the position that the President must understand now, that we are not prepared to accept as the policy of the United States, decisions made for us either in Hanoi or in Saigon. Decisions about American policy are to be made by the American people. That's the tradition, that's the Constitution, and that is our right. And our decision in this country now is clear. We want out of Vietnam now! All this was heard as it happened and its entirety only on WPRB Radio. But WPRB coverage of special events didn't stop in Princeton. The following is part of our comprehensive reporting of the march on the Trenton State House, which also occurred Wednesday evening. With an unusual sensitivity to what makes a news story, correspondent Tom Culbertson filed this report. As a final gesture of protest, the casket was carried to the top of the steps and placed at the front door of the Statehouse. Then all 4,000 raised their hands in a B sign and sang, blowing in the wind. This event, perhaps more than any other, in the long day of moratorium activities, symbolized the spirit and intent of the National Vietnam Moratorium. People from all walks of life participated. Some were children too young to understand. Others were in their 80s. Some carried signs entirely uncomplimentary to President Nixon. Others carried American flags. But they all appeared to have one thing in mind. One young man came up to me and asked me if I was a reporter. When I told him I was, he said, you tell them, you tell them my brother is over there. WPRB coverage didn't stop with actualities. Our young reporters are also young thinking writers. Here is part of a commentary delivered to WPRB listeners by remote anchorman Steve Reams. Previous protests, speeches, and demonstrations could, to some extent, be dismissed as events involving a small minority or as the work of outside agitators. But there's no mistaking either the breadth or the import of the October 15th moratorium. Richard Nixon has been put on notice. This is only a small sample of how we at WPRB have reported and summarized a newsworthy special event. Princeton has recently become a news community. When things happen in and around Princeton's greater Mercer area, think WPRB for news. We get the news faster, we broadcast more of it. It's only right for Princeton's most powerful station.